0: Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. Get ready for amazing attractions across America. Beer halls and barrooms, banquets and beverages, a collection of characters and colleagues. No cupcakes. It's Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the Dudes of Dudes Dish Disney.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining this week is our producer and resident tech dude, Jonathan. Oh, what's going on, guys? Also joining us is our co-host, All the way from Chicago, he's the number one Disney dude, Ryan.
2: Yeah, all the way from Chicago on the podcast, folks. I'm very far (laughs) away from all of you. (laughs) What's up, up, dudes?
1: Oh, and I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, here to guide you through this week's episode of Dude's Dish Disney. Hey! Les et les bon temps dudes! It's a good
2: time roll, it's Mardi Gras. We Good good, French, Carl. You've impressed everybody with your French. It's a far cry from uh, the grouper, but you're doing good. You, you've definitely improved uh, from,
1: uh, from the grouper. Uh. Well, you know, they don't serve brufa and Mardi Gras. They serve crawfish and Creole. And it's delicious. And this episode, we thought we would share with you all of the fun activities at Universal's Orlando Resort centered around Mardi Gras, which is happening right now. And it's happening all the way past Easter, which is unusual because usually Mardi Gras ends on Fat Tuesday. But it's you know seasonal. It keeps going on and on and on at Universal. It's a great party. It's a great take. And if you've never done it, we would encourage you to do it. And we're going to take you through some of the components of this year's Mardi Gras 2022 at the Universal Orlando Resort. Um, We've all been to Universal during Mardi Gras times, right, dudes?
2: We have. It was the first time we all met each other was Universal during Mardi Gras time.
1: Ah, it seems like yesterday.
2: seems like 40 years ago for me. (laughs) clowns <laughs> ever since then somebody threw beads to you and you just didn't stop coming back for more that's right and beads is a big component of the event
1: um certainly this year full parade and float back let me just kind of set up for a couple of common things uh, for our listeners there's really three components to this event at universal orlando Um uh, The first one is the parade, which goes daily through the streets of Universal Studios Park. And matter of fact, this whole event is centered around Universal Studios. That's where all the action is. So the first part is the parade, and we'll talk about that. The second part is the concert series. And it's not unlike other seasonal events at Universal Studios Orlando, where there will be a concert series. And they've got a huge lineup that we can talk about that. Um, And the third component is the food. And Universal's gone over the top this year and expanded their food selection, uh, both geographically and uh, taste bud-wise around the resort and expanded it out into the hotels and to CityWalk too. So food is a huge component of uh, this year's Mardi Gras. And we thought we'd we dive into it, guys. Tell our listeners a little bit about the cost or expense to attend this celebration.
3: Yeah, so uh, it's it's included in your ticket to Universal Studios. Uh, what?
1: What? You say it's included in your ticket to Universal Studios?
3: Wow, that was not what I expected from you. But yes, it's uh, it's included. There's no extra cost to get
2: in for this event. It, it's- Did I just watch a used car commercial? Like, uh, like, I know you guys all just heard it, but that's what it looked like. Oh my God, it's really happening. Where are we going? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Universal Studios.
1: Mardi Gras, that's right. No, look at, and, and all joking aside, Jonathan's absolutely right. And you know, unlike other places with hard ticket events, this is included in your normal ticket uh, every day to Universal's Orlando Resort. So go ahead, Jonathan, tell them again what they get. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you're uh,
3: you're you're getting uh, all the entertainments, um, all the concerts. If you're getting there on a uh, day that's got one of the uh, big name bands uh, showing up, uh, you get access to that on the stage there. Uh, you get access to all the food, of course, the food and drink, that's an additional charge, uh, but you've got all that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great event. Um, if you're looking for a good time, this is definitely something you want to do and you want to get down there to enjoy because it is a blast. It really is. And the one thing uh, I can't forget to miss is you get all the floats, you get all the beads like we've talked about before. Uh, if you get lucky enough, uh, maybe you'll get all the beads uh, that Carl just can't seem to catch.
1: <laughs> you know, it's kind of a thrill to catch your own beads, but it's also a thrill to throw them out. So, uh, if, you guys, first of all, have you guys been to a Mardi Gras
2: celebration of any kind anywhere? Uh, sure. Not like not like New Orleans or anything, but wait, are, are you still talking about handling your own beads? Like, <laughs> that's that's gonna... it.
1: <laughs> so... <laughs> I went to my first experience with the uh, with New Orleans Mardi Gras um, was for a convention and it was there the week right before the weekend leading up into Mardi Gras. So it's pretty still a festive mood. And um, outside of my hotel where I was staying was one of the parade routes and the crews would come down there and do the parades at night. And, um, you know, you'd go out and see them pass and reviewing stands and you'd catch the beads. So I was out there in the parade, caught a bunch of beads. And then someone told me, oh, you've got those beads. Now you've got to throw them away. And I'm like, what are you talking about? All this work to collect these beads. Well, what you do then is then you go down to Bourbon Street and you go to the uh, bar of your choice and preferably the second floor of that bar, you stand up on the balconies and then you throw the beads out to people walking up and down Bourbon Street. And um, so you, you collect these beads on the parade and then you... Throw them away and give them to some uh, some uh, partiers and uh, onlookers as they walk up and down Bourbon Street. So when I was at Universal, I was excited to catch all of those beads, but there's no opportunity to throw them and out to the uh,
2: adoring uh, party goers. I mean, you could just throw them at people, but that might actually result in you being expelled from the park. Yeah, just I wouldn't the, recommend that. We have a we have a place that um, I. For Chicagoland, I think would probably be the closest equivalent to New Orleans you could get. And for all my Chicago people listening, there's a place up north uh, of Chicago uh, called Blarney Island. Um, and it's, uh, let's just say that everything you think about when you think about beads in New Orleans definitely happens at that place. So, uh, same concept though, you get beads, you can go up on the roof of this place, there's music playing, you can throw them down uh, at, at people, maybe. Uh, do you throw them at people? Like, that sounds really rude. Like you throw, just, them people, right? rude you throw, throw them two people, right? You throw
1: them two people, yeah. Their, their arms are raised and they're waving and they want to catch them. Yeah, right? throw
2: them two people. That definitely sounds better. But yeah, yeah. so I agree. It, it, is, it is different from that perspective, but the same fun, festive feel is there.
1: So this year they have a theme um, for the parade. It's Planet Mardi Gras. And much like the uh, parades for the christmas time at universal are the floats are built by the same folks who do the balloons and floats for macy's parade the mardi gras floats are done by the same organizations and companies and crews in new orleans that build the real mardi gras floats so very authentic very impressive these floats have lights they have special effects on them right jonathan i mean i've seen them blow smoke and blow fire and Uh, very impressive and exciting to see yeah these they're they're definitely
3: definitely impressive i've i've actually been on a tour one of the uh places down in uh new orleans that uh makes the floats um and these floats are very very authentic i mean you could not tell the difference between a float that you see going down one of the streets in new orleans compared to one of the ones in universal i mean they are that well done that you really wouldn't know the difference
2: If you want to see people blow smoke, you can also watch us when we have a video of Dude's Dish Disney.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's exciting. And, you know, dare I say, dare I say that if any of our listeners are in Mardi Gras at Universal Orlando on April 23rd at 7.30 p.m., you may just see the dudes and other mvps at magic vacations throwing out beads from a float you might you might
2: it's possible <laughs> yeah, it's possible
1: so they have an opportunity and that's and that's just it if you are a season pass holder or if you want to get on a queue when you first arrive to the park every day there's a chance for you too to participate in riding on one of the floats during the big parade and throwing out those beads so, um, that is something that any guest can go and register for when they come in early in the day. Um, you meet about an hour before the parade starts off, and they train you on the proper techniques for throwing beads uh, to guests w- awaiting in open arms. Um, so, the parade's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to view, it's a lot of fun to be part of if you get the chance to, to do that as well. And it's certainly the centerpiece around them. And as anything with Universal, right? They're over the top. The costumes that people have, um, you know, everything they do, the music they have uh, gets people very excited um, and definitely a level of energy in the park when this parade rolls by.
2: Yeah, the high energy at Universal is something that you really find in a lot of their events, right? It's one of my favorite things about Universal is They definitely do not lack energy, whether it's whether it's this or Hollywood Horror Nights or any of the other events that you're doing at Universal. They always, always, always bring that little extra oomph to the party.
1: They do. You know, they're an exciting place. So, you know, if you uh, if you're at the park, um, check the schedule when you get there. Uh, Depending on what days of the week and what time of the year you are, the parade could be anywhere from 6.15 as a kickoff to 7.45. So it is generally, you know, in the evening as the uh, dusk and starts to fall and uh, the darkness. And I think that adds to the celebration, too. The lights on the float are very magnificent. So the parade is certainly a not-to-miss event on there. The other component that we talked about is the concerts. Um, who'd like to talk a little bit about the uh, the concert venue and lineup and, and what's going on there as far as those free concerts during Mardi Gras?
2: Yeah, I can touch on it. I mean, the concert venue is, there's a stage that's almost always there, right? So there's a stage that's just next to Rip Ride Rocket Roller Coaster or Hollywood's Rip Ride Rocket Roller Coaster. And uh, there's a big patch of, of uh, faux grass <laughs> turf, if you will, uh, that people come and hang out at and the stage is there. And that's where they put on the concerts. Uh, and they have a pretty decent lineup, especially if you were born in the 90s or in the 80s. There's a, there's a pretty decent lineup coming on. I mean, uh, I can tell you in February, um, you know, they had Sugar Ray, Diana Ross. And if I had a million dollars, I would have gone down and saw Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, sticks I mean Carl that's that's your generation it is it is uh, and John Party. but uh, I could tell you a story about sticks at some point by the way that that's a uh, my old man saw sticks before they were big and he always tells a story about how he was in a high school in a uh, um, in an auditorium and it was the 70s so we'll just leave it at that in terms of what the crowd was like and he said that the this lead singer came in on a white stallion And people just lost their damn minds. (laughs) It's like like insane. But anyway, um, uh, March, LL Cool J, uh, Marshmallow, Lee Bryce, Becky G, Khalid, Seal, in case you wanted to be kissed by a rose, uh, Gavin DeGraw, The Revivalists, Jimmy Allen, and Jason Derulo. So it's a pretty solid lineup. I mean, for a free, what essentially is a free concert with admission. Um, and it's a lot of fun. When we were there last time, uh, I believe it was TLC. Is that who was playing is it was TLC yep. minus the L cause Lisa left eye Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but TLC was there. So they do a pretty good job with these types of things. They usually supplement these shows over at the hard rock as well. You know, they'll do like the velvet sessions over at the hard rock, um, usually at the same time. So it's fun. It's a, again, bringing the energy, a lot of fun.
3: Yeah it, it definitely is the one thing uh no, I'm not knocking on that, but uh we need to get some rock bands in here uh some uh we definitely need to get some rock uh, in this uh, this lineup but John
2: John they are not going to bring Static X to a theme park for as much as we may want it Carl has no idea who Static X even is he really doesn't <laughs> yeah but they're not going to bring him you know like maybe in 10 years Metallica might finally hit the point where they're playing at the Hard Rock, but that's probably as close as we're going to get.
3: I I, th- I think so. It's it's very rare that uh, an opportunity for that. But I I, I have seen some uh, some of the bands I listen to perform down at Universal, but most of them we're, we're, you're never going to see because the maybe, audience. Is clear.
2: Maybe we could get Axl Rose. Probably not Slash because Slash is still cool, but maybe Axl Rose. <laughs> <laughs> at music's a very big part of new orleans and mardi
1: gras if you think of all the great music genres that have come out of new orleans so it's appropriate that universal has a concert series with it the other thing i will say about the music in the day is that they do um on occasion bring in bands from new orleans during the day to kind of pre to the parade and where you have some of the food events will be playing there'll be new orleans jazz bands there'll be zydeco bands for that flavor that i've seen there and they add kind of the festivity during the day and that's sort of an impromptu um here's some music kind of in the afternoons when the, the when the food opens up but um the other thing about that venue you make a good point ryan it is open it is there and the sound system is tremendous you can be all the way down like some of the avs in new york and still hear the concert great you don't have to be right up on the stage um and they do have a lot of big screens around that new york area so if you don't have A clean shot at the uh, at the stage, you can see the performers, and I I remember experiencing that during uh, the the Christmas show and saw Mannheim Steamroller perform there, and the way they've got that set up in the stage is perfect. Um, There's not a bad place to watch the watch the concert or listen to the concert. So yeah, it's a great take, and it's there's something too that's a little bit old fashioned about that. I can remember. Growing up, going to theme parks and everything that was part of it—you know, there would always be on weekends concerts or performers there. That was kind of the added bonus to go to the park, and it wasn't necessarily an extra ticket item, right? It was included in, to kind of get you to come out there. So there's something nostalgic about them having this free open air concert series. Um, and there's more people coming in April. They haven't released those names, but there's a, another lineup going all the way through April 23rd. So. Um, concerts are a lot of fun at Universal.
2: Like at Axl Rose, it might happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which sort of brings us to the piece de resistance of the celebration. They've really gone over the top with their food. And um, before we get into some of those details, let me kind of go historically. So what Universal had traditionally done was two things. is One is they put a huge food tent up and they did a crawfish or a shrimp boil, uh, traditional New Orleans sides with the andouille sausage and the corn and the potatoes and the, 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 the spices. Um, and it used to be sort of an all you can eat uh, scenario where you'd go in and do that. It really didn't catch on as far as popularity. I think crawfish is an acquired taste. A lot of people went and did the shrimp and it was very easy to get into even last moment. It was good, it was good quality and it was a lot of fun. And the performers would often be mingling around the bar area. They have different cocktails you could order. So it was a pretty good take. They've done away with that this year and they've still do some of the crawfish or shrimp boils, but they do it in a much smaller serving at one of the food stands. So if you really wanted to try that authentic food, it's there, Um, but in a smaller take than a full sit down, like eat for an hour scenario, kind of a more of a grab and go. The other thing is that they had a small street in New York that was generally Mardi Gras foods and foods from other um, uh, celebrations around the world, whether it was Carnival in Greece or Carnival in Brazil, and they had a few of these foods this year they went crazy. And they brought in every conceivable type of carnival food from any celebration around the globe, the Caribbean, South America, Europe, and, and certainly New Orleans. So. Um, let's talk about some of the the, the food offerings there, because it's kind of crazy, right, John? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking through this, uh,
3: this full list here. And it just, this stuff is just, it's insane what, uh, what they're offering this year. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this when we get down there ourselves. I mean, that's, there's, there's some really good stuff. I mean, there's traditional stuff that's on here as well that you see every year at, um, at this event. But Man, there's there's just some some real good stuff that you can't not miss.
2: John, are you more looking forward to the tasted uh, the tasty twisted tater or the tasty twisted frank? <laughs> uh, I think I don't know between those two. I mean, that's
3: that's a hard toss up. I I think I'm going for the uh, just the uh, the potato there, uh, not not the frank. I I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, some of us can handle the Frank as well with that.
1: Visually, have you seen that? Like visually there's stuff online. It's impressive, right? How yeah, they
2: it, Oh, it really is. Super cool. Yeah. I mean, they do a really good job with, you know, making it look festive, you know, like that's, yeah. that's part of the, like anybody can twist a potato up and fry it, right? It's not, it's not that difficult to do, but the making it look festive and making it look like it's unique and special and putting the extra Cajun flair on it to make sure that it fits the New Orleans and, and, and Mardi Gras style is something that Universal does very well.
1: Look, I'm partial to the traditional Cajun food and the Creole food. There's so many great restaurants in New Orleans. And, um, you know, you're always concerned when I've done the tastings before, certainly they have gumbo and they have, you know, etouffee. And it's always been very good. You get a sort of a small sampling of it at the the food trucks or the food uh, booths. Um, But some of the stuff is hard to cook and, and last. And I'll tell you, if you if you have a good shrimp po' boy on good solid French bread with all the right remoulade sauce on it, it's good. And the one that I had down there um, in a previous years was fantastic. And I know that's a, that's a must have on the menu and it it's there. Um, and I could just say firsthand, it was, it was great. So um, yeah, let's, let's do it. Is there anything that's caught your attention on any of the different menus or food trucks, uh, Ryan, that you think you're going to put on your list when you're, uh, walking uh, around?
2: Yeah, a few things. Uh, I'm big fan of, uh, Cajun food, uh, just in general. So like the chicken and dewey sausage jambalaya is something I'll probably put on my list. Uh, the black and chicken po' boy is probably something I'll put on my list. Um, for desserts, I might go with a king cake because that's just as traditional as you get for Mardi Gras. Um, that those are probably some of the things I'm looking at for like the Italy, New York stuff is um, it just screams heartburn to me, so I'll probably <laughs> stay away from it because I i like to sleep. Um, but in terms of food, uh, Nashville hot chicken, mac, and cheese is on my list. I mean, there's a lot of really good options here um i'm not really into the shrimp oil stuff right right uh, beignets i'm definitely into that that's that's going to be there i knew you'd find them because that's a big plus right yeah. so the one thing they do
1: down there um is uh they do uh, some twists on some things there that are that that are good if they brought them back this year we always associate the beignets right with something sweet and everything. You can't go wrong with a good beignet from New Orleans, but they've done uh, some savory versions of beignets and they do a Cajun brown sugar um, beignet, but it's really with a crab dip on it, like a Cajun crab dip. And it's really good. It's a combination of savory and sweet, which is kind of like having candied bacon. Right. And, and, you know, if you're a fan of crab, this thing is off the chain. Um, and I like that they're kind of kicking things up a notch with it. The other thing is they have a bunch of um, food based on Carnival and Central American. So they've got a lot of the savory um, food that you would eat down south. Again, it's anything from the rich stuff that you'd expect to have on Mardi Gras to the light non-meat things that you would have during lent you know the potato dishes and rice dishes right so they kind of go both angles of before and after mardi gras and um if you're into brazilian and south american food they're well represented at these uh booths and food trucks
2: yeah i'm a big fan just look as you look through it all i mean there's some there's really something for everybody to try here whether you're somebody who's into savory, somebody you're into sweet, you you just want something that's a little bit more plain and easy to stomach. You want a little spice. There's, there is literally, if you can't find something here, it's really on you at that point. Like you're just too damn picky. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the way I look at it.
3: So the other- there, there's so many options. I mean, I just keep looking at this list right now. We. You, you really can't. There's you, there's something for everybody. I, I Unfortunately, the only thing I'd say, if you have a food allergy, that's the only time I'd say you have an excuse. But other than that, there, there's no reason. There is no reason. Suck it up. <laughs> Suck it
2: up. you <laughs> to the hospital afterwards. You'll be fine. Now, um, to swing this
1: conversation a little different direction, um, one of the things I would recommend to our listeners is to indulge and buy what they call the food and beverage lanyard. You know, everyone complains that there's really not some economical alternatives to theme park food. And our friends at Universal have figured this out. I did this the last trip I was there and it was worth it. So and they've changed the numbers around a little bit. So you pay $65 in this case for a $75 food lanyard and you could share it between two people. Okay. It doesn't have to be all you for 75 bucks if you just want some taste, but that's good for food and beverage. Okay. So you can get a beer, you can get one of the cocktails, which we'll talk about in a minute and get some of these small tasting samples. And usually the price on these tasting samples is, you know, around seven to $9. So you could get, you know, eight to 10 different samples of food for that 75 bucks, which is a great deal. You're not going to you 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 would at other festivals you know in Orlando you'd spend a lot more to try eight or ten foods right and if you wanted to go all in if there was two of you you could pay one twenty and get one fifty right so you're saving thirty bucks and definitely two people could plow through an afternoon of cocktails and food for one hundred and fifty bucks no problem so if you're going to eat it's very important to stay hydrated. And if you're
2: hydrated and you've ate food, you might as well have a beverage, right, dudes? As long as you have water and sustenance, yeah, you're good.
1: <laughs> All right, so they, you know, there's um, everywhere has got something. The booths and the the um, traditional bars and venues have some specialty cocktails. So if you're starting out in the morning, I would suggest you start your day in San Francisco. They have a fabulous Bloody Mary for only $8. Uh, But if you wanted to get a souvenir glass, it ups it to only $14 with $9 refills. So figure that out. it's some great pricing, but it's a traditional Bloody Mary spike with uh, New Amsterdam vodka, and you can do it mild or extra spicy and extra, extra spicy with Louisiana hot sauce and Sriracha hot chili sauce, but they put in the traditional Louisiana shrimp, okra, and bacon and andouille sausage all uh, on the top of that glass. It's not just a Bloody Mary, it's breakfast.
2: It's heartburn. <laughs> We're back to heartburn. Like I've realized that I'm old now. That I look at things, and I'm like, man, that looks delicious. But what is it going to do to me? <laughs> you know, like, um, but yeah, I, the Bloody Mary caught my eye immediately, and the mild or wild version of it with the Louisiana hot sauce. Um, I would traditionally probably go wild on that one, but I, I'm if I want to have more than one, I might have to be mild. I might have to be. Mobbed, yeah it looks it looks delicious. Any cocktails catch your fancy there, John?
3: Oh boy. see, this is hard now. I've uh, starting to become older my age where I look at certain drinks, and it's the heartburn and burn and the reflux that uh, catch my eye more than anything else. Um, one that I did see that did catch my eye. It's not so much um, in the parks it's uh, over one of the resorts that we haven't touched on yet. The fact that all the resorts have, um, have options now as well is um, over at uh, the Strong Water Tavern uh, at Sapphire Falls, the uh, cucumber hurricane twist uh, kind of caught my eye, which is some light rums, some uh, lime juice Midori and a, a sliced cucumber uh, kind of caught my eye now. For those who don't know, uh, Strongwater Tavern is an amazing, amazing rum bar. So you know you're going to get a very good quality rum over there. Um, So that's definitely one that's been catching my eye.
1: Yeah, and I like the fact that they're carrying on this theme with these specials, um, special offerings. And, you know, some of them, I got to tell you, are reasonably priced too. Um, You guys were talking about the Twisted Taters and the Twisted Frank. Um, there's a beverage which is called a new twist on taters and ryan you might be a fan uh, our bourbon fans old forester bourbon then um uh, grand gala orange liqueur which is you know a little bit like grand marnier um, brown sugar sweet potato service mexican chocolate bitters and lemon juice it's only six dollars for a small one i mean how do you go wrong with that Ten kind of them <laughs> that's how you go wrong. <laughs> well, but if you wanted to get a large one like the, you know, the double alcohol and size it's 13, right? Yeah. So um yeah, I mean you could certainly start large, but I mean if you wanted to sample some things, um the category 5 punch which is Myers' dark rum and uh a couple other different aged rums, passion fruit the traditional sort of rum punch. Again, 7 bucks for this drink. So not crazy and uh i mean there's a lot of opportunity to try a lot of
2: beverages at mardi gras during retreat week boys yeah I'm, I'm looking there's a lot of good beers on the menu too there's the purple haze is on the menu the allagash whites on the menu um i saw another one that caught my eye that that was uh um I, one, one made me really laugh because if you look at some of these things that you know they're listed by zone and the thing that made me really laugh is that when you get to the woody woodpecker kids zone area they have the, the they have they have booze listed there and i'm like That's... wait a minute like, <laughs> like why would you do this but then the booze that they have listed is the best because they have the um uh uh let's see where where was it that i saw it it was the steagle radler it was the the lemon oh yeah beer yeah it's like uh, that that made me laugh i'm like i'm like yeah that belongs in the kid zone you know it's refreshing but it's only like two or three percent so uh yeah that's good yeah this is a trone the steel Steel Rattler is a trone that made me laugh a little bit that it was in the kid zone but um yeah voodoo ranger juicy haze uh is another really good one that's on there so uh i'm looking forward to that i'll probably be drinking beer that week you know maybe we'll see we'll see I'm planning on drinking every day that week so I might have I might have some opportunities to try a few things
1: that sounds awesome and I Jonathan I know amongst the three of us uh we like the beignets but you have a sweet tooth is there any of the desserts or the milkshakes and stuff caught your eye that they're doing for Mardi Gras
2: did any of the milkshakes bring your boys to the yard
1: (laughs) oh my god They don't bring the boys
3: to the yard. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going with the rest of that. No, no way. Um, I, the milkshakes, I don't know, just something in the Florida sun and the milkshakes just, I don't know. It's just not something I can, I have really thought about. Um, I don't know. Um, I will say they definitely the king cake, uh, is one thing that, uh, is definitely been catching my eye. I've had, really good king cake in new orleans um that's one thing that definitely i want to go back to and it's i don't know it's just something about beignets i know we we touched on it for quite a bit already in the show but i mean it's really the king cake and the beignets i mean that's the biggest stuff i i think i'm going to be going for um that and probably um like both you know last time we were down there um hitting up voodoo donuts um They do have a special donut uh, known as the Mardi Gras donut. It's um, a Bananas Foster Bavarian filling uh, with vanilla frosting this year. So there's probably going to be a bunch of those uh, devoured um, in the week we're down there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, There'll definitely be a box of donuts in my room, and I'm not ashamed by it one bit.
2: And, and he's he has zero roommates folks it's just a full box just for john
3: oh no i have a i i will have a roommate and they will just be for me <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's like booby traps up around it like snaps on somebody's hand you know you know what looks good to me is uh maybe it's just the mood that i'm in right now but the buttermilk lemon blueberry shortcakes that <laughs> they're gonna have out of the san francisco food truck that just like, that for me speaks like Florida, refreshing, sweet, like uh, breakfast food. You can have that as a dessert later on. Like I, I would, I would be all about that. That looks awesome. That does actually sound kind well, of good. So the
1: good news is look at the first time you check in at Dockside, at Endless Summer, they have the Dockside beignets. So you're going to be able to get them like right when you're there, right? Yep. And then the cocktail at the Sunset Lounge is that Endless Carnival, which has got five kinds of rum in it, which is unbelievable. And then I think doing a little training uh, session over at Cabana Bay, um, I think what I am going to miss the most, and you may have to uh, get one and Instagram this, is the Les Le Bon Roulet Hurricane, which has got 12-year-old single barrel rum in it. Are you kidding me? with all the drinks so they're doing this out and it's served in a 32 ounce souvenir galaxy bowl cup i mean it's a crossover from that galaxy bowl restaurant that's right there with three kinds of rum but that really good 12 year rum in there i mean
2: that's a hurricane of all hurricanes nothing says training like a 32 ounce hurricane
3: (laughs) 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 well we know by uh by After lunch,
2: uh, Carl will be in the bag already. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those situations where you're like, I'm just trying to prepare my clients for a good time, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, look, it looks like a, a lot of fun and a lot going on. Like I said, carrying over to the hotels. If you haven't tried Mardi Gras, uh, I think we'd encourage people to do it. We've done it one, uh, I've done it twice, we've all done it at least once. We're gonna do it again. Um, so we encourage people to do it. We can We can help set up your day to do that. Um, again, start early, spend the day, drink all day, eat all day. That's what Mardi Gras is all about. Uh, is there anything we've missed, dudes, that we should, uh, in summary? Uh, bring to the attention of our
2: listeners? I think there's one little fun thing. You know, I would like to tell people too. like Mardi Gras, is a lot of fun. A lot of people think of it as an adult event. And certainly we're talking about drinking and whatever, but you can have a lot of fun with the kids too. It's not just strictly, this is a kid friendly event, uh, unlike maybe Hollywood Horror Nights, which might not be kid friendly. So um, feel free to bring the whole family to this event. And if you are bringing the kids, they do have a fun scavenger hunt that you can do uh, as well. This has kind of carried on and become a tradition now at Universal with different events. Uh, this year it's themed on Mardi Gras masks and you have 12 different areas that you can go find the Mardi Gras masks. It costs about 10 bucks to get the paperwork to start the, um, the scavenger hunt but if you complete it you get a Mardi Gras mask at the end. So get a little souvenir out of it as well. So just a kind of a quick quick hitter fun point for, for the families that are going down uh, as well
1: jonathan anything else you'd like to add to the uh, festive advice
3: yeah um just kind of the same deal what ryan kind of just touched on there uh brainley the family again it's the normal everyday things of universal are still going on during this so you can enjoy all the fun of mardi gras and enjoy all the same fun of all the rides attractions all that fun stuff of uh of Universal, so it's it's definitely a great addition. It's definitely a great reason to go to Universal uh, during this event because you're you're literally getting two events for the uh, price of one. So definitely, definitely take advantage of it. Um, and it's just something the whole family is going to honestly enjoy uh, year in and year out.
1: Mardi Gras is a fun time of year, and it's a great time to kind of re- applause. You know, I you know. I often get asked, you know, at the end of Mardi Gras, as we approach Lent, uh, am I going to give up anything for Lent? And this year, I've decided to give up my New Year's resolutions for Lent. (laughs) Wait, you're still carrying those on? I thought those were long gone.
2: Wait, see, see. I gave up giving up things for Lent seven or eight years ago. And it's the only thing I've ever stuck to. So I totally hear where you're coming from. That's Carl. i I enjoy that. You said that because that is my annual joke for Lent. So uh, love it. We're on the same page, but excellent. But, um, and I, I would finish off the
1: celebration. There's a replica of Pat O'Brien's, the original Pat O'Brien's dueling piano bar from New Orleans, right in city walk. And it's a great place to go, a great place to have fun. Um, and it, it, again, it's, it's certainly friendly for uh, lots of ages to go in there and see those piano players who are very talented. And uh, after you've been eating and drinking all day and catching beads at a parade, who doesn't want to get in a bar and start singing really loud?
2: Piano man, anybody? Anybody want to sing piano man? <laughs> we can make it happen. <laughs>
1: So there you have it, the dude's guide to Mardi Gras at the Universal Orlando Resort. Later, dudes. Later, dudes.
2: Later, dudes.
0: Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney on Twitter at Disney underscore Dish. Please visit our sponsor Magic Vacations at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation Planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation Planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all of your Disney, Universal, cruise, and global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel.